welcome back to another episode of our last leg podcast. Yes, sir. You got me, one of your co-hosts, Nikki G, and my ever so faithful co-host, Johnny G. Golly. I think we got a good one for you guys this week because we got embarrassed last week. Um, uh, everything that we thought yeah. was locks, um, that went south very quickly. 100%. Um, I don't think anybody in the gambling world, let alone just from fandom, saw this coming whatsoever. Do you think so? Absolutely not. It was fucking crazy. Um, it was very, very weird. But I'll tell you what, um, after last week, we were defeated. But I'll tell you right now, we are warriors. Mm -hmm. You know what warriors do? They never back down. They never <laughs> give up. So that's exactly what we're going to do. Only quitters are the ones that lose at gambling. We're right back on the saddle, baby. We got another nice slate for you. I'm fired up. He's I'm coming hyped. off of sickness. But I'm ready to jump into it, baby. What do you got first, John? What do you like? All right. Well, before we do continue, as we always started off, I appreciate you guys being here. And if you like the content, please be sure to drop a like, hit subscribe, share with your family and friends. We are out here. We got that out of the way, ladies and gents. And please be sure to comment if you have any questions for Sorry, us. Sorry, I was we love a little it. too we love excited. It. No, no, no. I love it. I love it. <laughs> Hypes us up. So before we jump into NFL, yesterday was the first day of the NBA. I'm going to just get it out of the way. The Lakers got owned by the Denver Nuggets. If you saw. I did see the, uh, the final score. I I mean, I'm not going to say I'm not surprised because I expected the Nuggets to win. But the one that really irked me, I really thought Golden State was going to pull off their first game win out of the season against the Suns. Devin Booker popped the hell off for sure. Uh, Stephen Curry, man, I don't know how he's. Uh, I know he does always well outside of the arc shooting threes. Didn't do that well. I'm, and it's just whole team as a whole. I'm going to get it out of the way. But this ticket that I'm putting on the screen right here, I was so pissed that they couldn't pull it off. It is, is, that, the it one is. You, is that the one you were texting about yes, last night? Yes, unfortunately. Okay. I don't even want to talk about it. But you can see it on the video. But anyway, I hope you guys do enjoy this year's NBA season. I'm stoked for it. As you can see, Celtics' first game is tonight. We're recording it on a Wednesday. I don't know if they're going to pull it off against the Knicks. They always struggle when they play with them. But I'm excited for my team the whole way through. That tackles NBA, unless you had any thoughts for it. Um, yeah, I think that now that the season's starting back up, we'll probably trinkle some stuff in along the way. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. So you can expect, you know, if, if there's a great fucking slate, just like last year, you know, we'll always throw a good bet up in there for you. Yeah, and be sure to drop a, excuse me, uh, drop a follow and follow us. We might put a story of like, hey, this bet might actually hit today. It's something we're rocking with, something we feel confident with. So be sure uh -huh, to follow us on uh -huh, Instagram. Uh -huh. So I'll put it in the description below. Um, so there, that's the NBA side. Let's jump straight into the NFL Woo! week. So I, I don't even think we're going to cover bad beats because almost oh. every goddamn bet was a bad mm -hmm. beat last week. Oh, yeah. Oh, um, yeah. It was, fuck, by my count, at least seven, or no, six on my end by one leg. And I think John was right up the same alley. And that stinks, though, because, you know, we really do put a lot of thought and uh, effort into making our bets to making this podcast, um, making sure we give you guys the best possible uh, outcome that we can think of with all of our reasoning. So, f without uh, further ado, jump we, to Thursday night football. Well, goddamn, let's go to Thursday night football. Dun 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 dun. We have dun, the dun, Buccaneers dun, dun, dun. at dun, 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 the Bills. So I don't. You can pull up the line for me, brother. No, I got you, bro. Bucks are going to Buffalo. Buccaneers going to Buffalo. They're going up north along the coast. Um, Bills are favored by minus eight and a half at home, and the over under 42 and a half. We'll get hmm. to that here in a second. Hmm. Um, 
Bills lost to the Patriots there we go. last I week. Like, I, knew that was be a point. <laughs> I mean, that's how can that not be a point? Everyone, everyone truly, truly thought we thought the Patriots are going to get smoked. We did. We did. Mm-hmm. And that first quarter alone, man, I don't know where Mac Jones pulled out his tryhard panties, but it's like you said, hey, my fucking job is on the line. So he truly pulled it off all the way through thick and thin. It started off at 0-10 Patriots. Crazy, crazy. I will say that don't get accustomed to it. It was just a little miracle <laughs> no. out of the whole season. As much as I would be ecstatic to see them win, the one time I try to bet against them, they finally fucking win. Now, you know if you bet for the Very Patriots shit. next week, he's going to lose. Right, right. Like, I mean, that's just how it works. That's, mm-hmm. that's how the cookie And crumbles. we'll get to that game later. But anyway, going back to the Buccaneers and the Bills, oh, it's going to be, I think it's going to be a wide receiver heavy pass receiving heavy game so it's going to be mike evans versus stefan diggs oh and oh don't even get me started on gabriel davis we'll touch base on that but i think yeah. that's going to be a more pass heavy game i can expect an interception coming for probably both ends to be honest with you because there's going to be that much rush or excuse me passing but i agree with that if i have to lean somewhere though it's almost double digit for the spread i still think i have to go back to buffalo and I think they win the whole thing. I will say give me a minus two and a half, so a whole field goal, if somehow Baker Mayfield pulls it off. But I don't think that the Buccaneers are going to be able to win this. And especially coming off of a loss to the Patriots, I'm sure Buffalo's pretty damn shitty. Yeah, My so, thoughts. yeah, exactly. So what John was saying was that that the Bills haven't looked good since they beat Excuse my home. dogs. Um, yeah, don't <laughs> mind them. Uh, the Bills haven't looked good. Since they beat the Dolphins forty-eight to twenty, and after that, it's like they they just crumbled, which I find very yeah. odd because I find the pill the Bills to be a powerhouse. You know, when they come into a place, they own it. They yeah. do exactly what they're supposed to do to get the job done. But another thing you guys need to pay attention to is in the last two weeks, the Bucks have only scored nineteen points. Not a lot. Hmm. Not a lot. And yeah. those of them were not against Pretty crazy low. good defenses, which I think the Bills, top 10 defense in the NFL maybe, right around there, you know, give or take. Um, they're also doing a good job at slowing down offenses in the end zone. Um, this, can we this, expect, that, golly, can we expect them to put up a competitive fight against the Bills, though? Mm, right, slim to none. I don't know, because... so do i let me get one thing out of the way i think josh allen bounces back this game i think that he has a game that like we we see true josh allen form again um the one thing that i really like in the spread and the uh and the over under is the over because I think that... In the sense that the Bills will probably be scoring a lot. At 42 and a half, yeah. I mean, that's what... That, that can be 31-17 in that I career. see three touchdowns minimum from the Bills alone. Yeah. So that's what? 21 yeah. points right there. That's exactly We're about halfway through. Thinking. We're about halfway through. Yep. So, um, also another bet that I liked, uh, they're offering right now is Bills minus five and a half in the first half. Um, mm-hmm. I think that'll hit because I think the page, what the Patriots did last week was a fluke. Um, we'll get to the Patriots oh, game later, yes. but Agreed. that was that was a fluke. Um, yeah. But, John, do you have anything else on this game before I bring up the uh, SGP? SGP? Um, 
I'm starting to see that Mike Evans is well. He's always been a target, obviously, but yeah. I think that they're starting to finally find their rhythm as far as Baker Mayfield's rhythm with the Buccaneers. I feel like I could see another Mike Evans touchdown. I think he's starting to get back into that trend where he becomes a target in the red zone. So if I needed to choose anything, I do like the Mike Evans uh, target as far as uh, anytime touchdown. And he got one last week. Exactly my point. So I think that's the only real take I can give off of this. FanDuel is giving a no sweat bet. So if you wanted to you know, opt in on it, go for it. I wouldn't even know what likes to truly choose on this. But the only one that I do actually like and I'm more promised about is the... It, well, yeah, Mike Evans anytime touchdown and a Stefan Diggs anytime touchdown. That's me. All right. Well, I do like both of those legs. Okay. Not going to lie. Okay. Um, but I do got a same game parlay for you guys, and I'm really liking this one. Let's hear really it. Really liking it. Uh, go ahead and give me Josh Allen over one and a half passing touchdowns. I think that should yeah. be a given. Easy. Yeah. Um, like Patriots that. are heavy in the run defense. Or not the, not the Patriots. I'm sorry. <laughs> but the, I'm so hung up on that game. Um, but we all? anyways, Josh Allen, one and a half touchdowns. Then go ahead and give me Dalton Kincaid, the goddamn superstar last week. Yeah. Give me him for 25. Give me Stefan Diggs for over 70. Yeah. And give he me would. Josh Allen for over 250. Um, I like that with the boost. That puts you a plus 405. I'm mm. throwing double units on that. Give me two units on Dang. that. Four I really one. like that. Um, the only thing that makes me a little nervous would actually be the Kincaid yards. Um, I think that everybody's going to be focusing their gameplay and their bets around him. And I think now they also might switch back to Gabriel Davis. What we all expected last week. to think hit. so. I'm hoping not because I'm stick with Kincaid for 25. Um, he's yeah. been a pretty big rising star on that. Yes, team. I'll, yes. I'll agree with you on that. So it could happen. It could happen. You know, especially for Dawson Knox and Gabriel Davis, Gabriel Davis to be overlooked. Mm. I think that's uh, that, that that shows a lot about him and that yeah, he's out there and get the job done for sure, for sure. Um, Is that your pick? Yeah, that's, that's it. That's it. I love I'll, it. I'll put yeah. I'll put it here on the on the screen here if you guys like it. Be sure to tail it if you like it. We like it. I honestly like it. I might tell you to be honest with you. Um, he won't tell me. Yeah, 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 yeah. We'll <laughs> see. We'll see. We'll see. But. Um, as far as the next game, this one I really wanted to hear your thoughts about. I really like this one because I don't know how it's going to go, to be honest with you. I'm talking about the Rams versus the Cowboys. Mm. <laughs> so, ah, Cow- Cowboys had an, uh, a bye week, right? Correct. They're coming off a bye week. Correct. So, we can expect them. I think they're going to come off fresh. I will say they're going to come off fresh. They're hot and ready. I can see them winning. They're playing at home. But, and they're playing at home. The Rams, if I remember, they just lost last week. They did. Who did they play? Um, I'll tell you in a second. But the Rams, the way they were looking, I had a Cooper Cup anytime touchdown parlay. I'm sure everyone probably did. So let's get that out of the way. But the Rams, they lost to the Steelers. That's right. The That's Steelers. Right. That was oh one that God. we never really thought was going to happen. I really, I that was literally one of the most games that I probably was put in the back of my head thinking I don't even need to touch it because we already know that the Rams are going to win. Completely wrong. Honestly, I really, really thought that we the Rams were going to win this one were. straight out the gate, like no hesitation. That's not the case. If they're struggling against the Steelers. I don't even want to imagine how they're going to try to pull it off against the Cowboys. Not necessarily. Again, we talk we talk about them every single week. 
but it's not Dak Prescott, it's the defense. So I could expect a pick six just because the fact that the quarterback for the Rams, uh, Stafford, uh-huh. is always passing. Always passing. Expect an interception. Honestly, that if I had to pick any pick from that rather than who's going to win or lose, I'm liking Matt Stafford for an interception. Huh. That's my pick. Honestly. All right. Um, Feel free to disagree. As usual. It's all right. Uh, it's all right. Respect, respect. It, it, there, there is a very high possibility of it. Um, I think that it's not going to come down to if there is an interception, it's going to be from Matthew Stafford's mm-hmm. accuracy and not Cooper Cup or Pukunakua's hands. Um, so l- let's go over a few brief things. Um, Aaron Donald, he's a fucking freak of nature, and oh, I like, <laughs> I like him for a sack on deck. Agreed. AD I like that one. I like that sack one. Sack on deck. Sack on deck. Um, I like that. Don't get me wrong. The Cowboys have a good offensive line. Aaron Donald's just better. Um, watch him. To, watch for him to be double teamed, and it will be a play where he is not double teamed, and one guy's supposed to pull to block him, and that's how they're going to get to Dak. Go ahead and mark my words on that one. Um, Puka, my God. What a fucking Yeah, awesome. bro. This guy. This guy is definitely rising. I like him a lot, for he, sure. So he has... What I mean, the most offensive yards as a rookie right now out of any wide receiver, right um, now. Yeah, interesting. I didn't out, know out of all the rookies. Yes. Oh, okay, okay. But um, rookie of the year, you seeing it? I, I see him for offensive rookie. Of the I love year. it too. I agree. I, I I think I think that's if you could lock in a future yeah. bet for that one. It's worth keeping an eye on for sure. Yes, if you didn't do that week one or two, man, the, you you missed out on some great odds. Oh yeah, great great odds. Um, but. You know, with all rookies, you got to tread lightly. Um, the other thing is that, you know, again, the Cowboys are two and home at two and zero at home, and and <laughs> God, they've got a great fucking fan base in that stadium. I think that plays a giant <laughs> factor in these games. It really does. Yeah, I'm not lying. You're right. Um, You're this right. is a tough game to call on the spread. It what's it me, sit at six and a half. So Cowboys are favored by six could. and a half. Um, could happen. I like it. I don't. I you know I was leaning towards a money line, but give me the Cowboys minus six and a half. If they were struggling again, if the Rams were struggling with the Steelers, I know, I know, I know, I know. and they won by a whole touchdown. Why can't the Cowboys? Give me the over and give me the Cowboys minus five and a half. Yes, sir. Oh, five and a half. Okay, okay. It's fine, it's fine, it's fine. fine. Just because I think the Rams, they're going to have a little jolt in their ass. Because they Um, just lost. Yeah. Yeah. And they're going to Denver, or not Denver, but Dallas. Yeah. It's not going to be an easy game. No, I think I think they might get some garbage time points. And you might be surprised. But we're both taking minimum Cowboys. Minus five and a half. Five and a half, and I like the over at, I, I think it's almost as yeah. respectful to have it at 43 and a half. I like it. Honestly, Cowboys, you know, yeah, Cowboys yeah. could put up fucking 38 by And I never themselves. like touching either both, or one or the other, but this one, you're right. I kind of have to agree with them. Uh, I think it. both of these will actually hit. If you don't want to touch who will win, or any of that spread at all, the over. I really like the over. This might be one of the few back-to-back games that I've ever had, because I like the Bills at eight and a half. And I like the over in that game. And I like the Cowboys minus six and a half and the over in that game. Um, I, I think for <laughs> I think we're due for a regular week of NFL football. Yeah, no. Of, of like yeah. what is expected. 
Um, those expectations will be met. I really think so out of those two games. And again, uh, if you guys have been following the trend, a lot of unders have been hitting throughout this past NFL season. But yeah. uh, this one, hopefully it's not the case. I really think there's going to be a high-scoring game. Hopefully it's one of the ones that everyone wants to watch. Hope Can I so. say it's the main game of the week? Debatable. Debatable. That kind of brings me to the one that I want to talk about next. Let's hear it. <sighs> they pulled it off, ladies and gentlemen. No one expected expected it. Excuse me. The Patriots pulled it off against the Bills. But what he said, absolute fluke. Did the Patriots prove anything? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> they did it. No, they didn't. Honestly, they didn't. It, it was a, it was a fluke. Can they do it again against Miami? It's in Miami. Divisional game. Exactly. We always struggle against them. Always. Even with Brady still there. Always. This is a game that I don't really see the Patriots winning at all. Again, well, it was it's going to continue the trend. I can see Miami pulling it off. I can see more receiving yards happening out of this. Tua's been really freaking good, honestly, lately. He, he's, I, been, I, he's been playing solid ball. Yeah, consistent, um, consistent. But this is, I don't know, to me, I think this line's a little generous. Patriots and Dolphins at, in Miami, minus nine and a half. Um, yeah, you're right. Over-unders 46 and a half. The line opened up at 12 and a half. Mm. Now with that, I would have taken the Patriots to cover. Um, they already played. It was 24-17. They kept it close. Uh, Miami has covered the last six times they've played. Do I think they have the juice to make it seven? I don't know. How many of their victories been by? Like, what's the spread usually when they win? Do you I'm, know? Not, I'm not 100% sure. but Nine and a half, though? That's almost they, double digit. They only won by seven last week, or last time they played. So if I gave two. you a line at my, plus ten and a half for the Patriots, would you take it? No, I would take 12 and a half, though. I would take 12 and a half, not ten and a half. The spread is also another scary one on this one. Yeah, it is. This, this, month, this number one. might be too big for a divisional game. This is basically the same number that it was with the Bills, right? Last week? Yeah. More or less? Yeah. yeah. Honestly, I don't think they're going to win. Again, I didn't even think they were going to beat the Bills. But this one, if it's going to follow that sort of trend, maybe they're making some tweaks. Maybe I'm giving them a bit of a doubt just because the fact that I'm a fanboy. But if they do it one more time, if they really pull this off one more time, I'm going to have faith in them. I still hate Mac Jones, though, for the record. <laughs> I will say give me the Patriots plus 10 and a half. Okay. I like it. I like it. Um, I don't like Mac Jones. I don't know how he does it. If he does it, could it be another fluke? We're going to see how it plays. If it's just Tua and Miami making mistakes, then we know it could potentially be just a fluke. But as far as skill-wise on the Patriots, <sighs> Mac Jones better fucking throw some darts. Because I don't expect him to, but if he does, then he can prove me wrong. But let, and let's uh, hopefully this is the week that he does, and I'm gonna take the Patriots plus ten and a half. And I think the only reason Mac Jones played well last week is because he's like, oh shit, my fucking job's on, on the, the line. line. Exactly. Yeah, that's what we're saying. That's what we're saying. So I mean, that that's good golly. Um, the Dolphins were only held to one touchdown against mm -hmm. the Eagles last week. Well, one offensive touchdown. I'm yep. sorry, but. Ah, man, I think the I think the Patriots specialize in a run defense. The that Philly specialized in a throwing defense. Do you know of anybody on the Patriots that could slow down Tyreek Hill or Jalen Waddle? No. <laughs> None. No, there really is not. There's really, really not. I mean, as far as the rush defense on their end, Bill Belichick has that 
almost to a T, almost. He's, you know, been doing it for years. He has the idea, the concept down, but he doesn't have the players necessarily to prevent people like Stefan Diggs, Gabe Davis, maybe, but Stefan Diggs is the absolute target. He's probably going to have like 13 targets again. Can they prevent him 13 times from catching the ball? Right. Can we? I don't know. You're lucky if you get half of those. Yeah, play. exactly. Exactly. And this, like, I can, oh my God, bro. I can honestly see Tyreek Hill breaking another 100 yards this game just because of that reason. Yeah. I'll take Tyreek over 100. That's, that's, that, that should be a given. Um, and then, you know, <laughs> with them only being held to one touchdown, that's what makes me nervous. Don't take a 10. Because, but see, then it, it's like, why not take the Dolphins at minus nine and a half then? Because if you want them for that extra one point, you're saying it could come down to 10. I think that they're, they could potentially make the mistake of relying too much on Mostert. And if Mostert really does find his pace and finds the hole in the Patriots defense, they could pop off and they could probably cover more than 10 and a half, probably 14, two tutties. But yeah, I think the I, opposite. Really, I, I think they lock up Mostert, and they they force to a yes, to exactly, exactly. Yeah. I don't I don't think Mostert finds his rhythm at all, and I have him on my fucking fantasy right now. <laughs> so, and what, what's crazy is last week, you know, they projected him to be, you know, the fourth best running back of the week or some shit like that, and it did not go that way against the defense. Don't get me wrong, you know, Fletcher Cox, Brian mm-hmm. Fletcher, uh, they're all great up front on the Eagles defense, but. Bilicek is going to make sure that run da- run game is shut down and also make the receivers work for the ball. He's not going to actually know. He's not going to make the receivers work for the ball. He's going to make Tua work for the throw. He's going to have a very hard time dialing that in and finding that perfect little pocket. Again, I, I, I still consider Bilicek one of the greatest defensive minds mm-hmm. to ever play this game. So with that being said... I'm not touching the spread. Oh. I am taking the under at 46 and a half. Okay, so you can see this being very defense heavy as far as the Patriots end. It's just a matter of like how much the Miami Dolphins yeah. will probably win by. I can see like 24-14. Yeah, so 20, that's 28 points. 27-14 still doesn't even cover the over. Yeah, it's like what, 41? 41? 46 and a half. Yeah, it won't cover. Still it. doesn't cover. I do it, like so. that under, actually. The way so you bring you, it up in that point. You could make it, what, 31-14 and it still doesn't cover? Yeah. Damn. But, yeah, I like that under. I like that under. But I'm going to just stick to it again. If they pull it off, maybe it's not a fluke. But I think that they'll at least cover 10 and a half. That's 10 points in a field. Or excuse me. That's a tutty and a field goal. That is a tutty. Reasonable. Goal. And you got that reasonable. extra little half point juice. Half point juice. <laughs> we'll see. Ooh. We'll see, ladies and gents. Bring the next game to us, brother. All right. Well, let's go ahead and go to the hometown. The hometown mm. team. Um... The Saints against the Indianapolis Colts. What's that spread at, brother? Saints are sitting at minus one and a half coming into the fucking Colts territory at Lucas Oil Stadium. Don't expect this game to go towards the Saints. I'll go ahead and let you know right now. Right fucking (laughs) now. Give me the Colts plus one and a half. Okay, so let's go ahead and start off with a couple things. Yeah, let's get the Browns. Chris Olave. Chris Olave. Oh, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Motherfucker just got arrested. Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah. I actually heard about that today. Um, I'm sure he paid his bail and everything, but um, and he, I, I don't think he was drunk or anything, just doing 70 and a 35. What I hated about it 
was that he told the cop right at the end. He's like, uh, I play for the Saints. And the cop goes, and? Uh, I was like, oh! He said that? Yeah. That's hilarious. He said, and? It threw him right in the back of the fucking squad car. I never knew that. Or I didn't read about that. I just heard that he got arrested. I yeah. did not know that. Yeah, dude. That's 70 hilarious. And a, 70 that's and a 35. I mean, that's 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 <laughs> reckless driving. That's you know, oh, big fines, jail time. Um, I don't even know. He, I'm sure he's questionable this week right now. He's going to be missing practice. He had to bail himself out of jail. You know, I don't know how the Saints organization is going to handle this because technically, for me, Michael Thomas is number two wide receiver. Chris Olave is number one now. Um, another thing is that in the last six out of seven games for the Saints, the under is hit. And I think that's due hmm. to their poor offensive performance, not to the other teams, to how poor they've played. Um, and then, golly, the Colts are coming off of the most – tell me there's not a script. Tell me there's not a script. I knew he was going to say something like this. Because they got absolutely fucked over. NFL even came out and said that they the refs called the play wrong. Multiple people approved on the NFL playbook and on what their rules are that those were bad flags and the Colts should have won the game. Um, with that being said – I'm 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 furious about it, but we we we're, we're, we are warriors. We we overcome. We conquer. Um, fuck the goddamn Browns. Damn, bro. Okay, yeah. but back to the Saints game. Um, Saints almost beat the Jags last week, and th- that was crazy. I stayed awake for that one. Um, I didn't think it was gonna happen. Yeah, and they almost God, they it up. Almost did. They almost did. They're uh, they're poor tight end for the Saints. He uh. Right off of his fingertips, ladies and gentlemen, I was shook. That was I had Saints money line on the last leg of my parlay. I hit it was about like six, seven legs. My dumbass picked the Saints money line, and I need to stop putting money lines sometimes on these parlays because mm-hmm. it's plays like that that could literally make and break the whole thing. And I'll put it right here on the screen. It was heartbreaking. I'm not even a Saints fan, but for the people that were there, I couldn't even fathom how they would feel, or excuse me, how they felt witnessing that. What a loss. What a sad loss. He felt horrible. I think he actually was fighting off a medical condition. Yeah, he just beat Hodgkin's lymphoma yeah, over the offseason. That's like, fucking awesome. That fuck? is amazing. That's I, a win in itself, back for man. That, that's insane. They had his they had his back on the bench. He yeah, was crying. That, yep. was, that is real team support when he really needed it, especially after a heartbreaking play like that that could have tied the game, not win it, but give them the chance to at least potentially push it to overtime where they would be given the chance to possibly win the game. That wasn't the case. Thoughts out to him, truly. He really tried. It just fell right through his fingertips, ladies and gents. And it was sad. But I'll tell you what, he's going to be even sadder this week because (laughs) they are losing to the Indianapolis Colts. Um, I'm not taking the money line. Mm. I think It might come down to some gay shit just like last week. (laughs) One fucking point. You know, um, but at the end of the day, give me the Colts to cover the spread and the over under at 43 and a half. Um, I think the Colts are the only team in the NFL right now to put up at least two touchdowns every single week they've played. Um, that's a good stat. That's a great stat. Two offensive touch or two. It might, it's two offensive or two passing. I'm not a hundred percent sure, but there's a stat out there like that. I promise you. Um, but at the end of the day, give me the Colts plus one and a half. And with the Saints being so fucking hot dog water, <laughs> um, 
That's a good description. At, at 43 and a half, man, if the Coles can put up 28, they put up 21. I don't care. I'm not touching the over-under. Go ahead and give me the Colts plus one and a half. John, what is the next game you would like to touch on? The next game I would like to touch on will be the Ravens and the Cardinals. The line is currently sitting at minus eight and a half favoring the Ravens. And we are at Arizona. We are in Arizona. For goddamn right, it's favorite. And the over and under, yeah, you're right. And the over and under is sitting at 44 and a half after I witnessed the demolishment that the Ravens gave the Detroit Lions. What the hell makes me think that the Cardinals, or excuse me, the Ravens can't cover minus eight and a half? Bro, it was 28 and zero on the first half against the Detroit Lions. Tell me why. You agree with me, and you think that the Ravens are going to cover. Because I already know he's going to say it. Well, just to be clear, we were both very confident in the Lions covering last week. I think we had him at... He's not wrong. Five, like We took him at like five and a half or something like that. Yeah. By yeah. God, did the Ravens defense show up last week. And Oh, you know, my God. Good job to them. Yeah. Good job, boys. Yeah. Flock, Mason, fly. Yeah. Um, but Lamar That's... last week, holy fucking shit, dude. Uh, 357 yards, three passing touchdowns, a rushing touchdown. That boy was on fire. Yeah, that bro. was the Lamar we all know and love to see. Uh, weren't you surprised that they honestly didn't bench the guy just because of how much they were blowing him out by? When I think that was a there? statement game. Okay, I think they were like, "Hey, we're not to be fucking trifled with." You know, the Ravens. To me, actually, it's not even a fucking question. They can be any team in their fucking division. Fuck the Bengals. Fuck the Steelers. Fuck the Browns. <laughs> I'm telling you, come down to playoff time. You know, come see us in the playoffs, and it's not going to end fucking well for you, okay? Um, there is not a goddamn soul on this Arizona defense that can stop the Ravens' offense. They are so fucking electric. Odell Beckham, Zay Flowers, Mark Andrews, Gus yeah. Edwards, and then the fucking triple threat, Lamar Jackson. Yeah, that dude, bro. That dude can just literally probably score on his own the whole game. Just running, running. And you don't even know when he's going to run it. Yeah. He could pass it, he could run it. And that's the thing. He keeps every team he plays guessing. Exactly. Because you don't even know what he's exactly. gonna do. You know? Agreed. No, no, no. You're you're hundred percent right. That's what makes him such an issue. You know, you don't know whether to run a man, a man defense mm-hmm. and you know have a QB sneak on him or have a spy sitting there and run a cover. You know, he will find a way to eat your defense up. Yep. Um I, I don't have a lot on this game because I, I don't think this is going to be a contest at all. You could play For this sure. game in the middle of the goddamn Atlantic Ocean. <laughs> Give me the Ravens minus, what are they at, eight and a half? Yeah, that's disrespectful after beating yeah. the Lions, who were five and one last week. And consider juggernauts in the NFL at this point. Yeah, yeah take that five and two record. Love the Lions. Love everything about them. But sure. uh, I'll never bet against my boys again. Yeah, I'm not even that big of a Ravens fan, but after that demolishment, holy moly, now they got me concerned. So, I could have swore you were telling me, you were like, you were like, wow, like I think I like the Ravens more than I like the Patriots. Uh, definitely not. Uh, we're not going to, we're not going to. Maybe, gonna, maybe I misheard it. Yeah, de- 100%. <laughs> Moving on, ladies and gentlemen, that brings us to our very last most interesting game. I find this one to be, I, I to me, I think it's going to be, like you said, the most interesting game. Yeah. We've got the Bengals. Going to San Francisco. Uh, spread sitting at 49ers favored minus three and a half. Over under at 43 and a half. 
Um, <laughs> 49ers are going to be a little shaky. I don't know if everybody saw the news. Brock Purdy's in concussion, concussion protocol. protocol. Yeah. Guess who's starting? Who? Sam Darnold. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm surprised he's still, they're still favored. But I guess it's just the fact that they have McCaffrey. I think it's the weapons, fact that right? the Bengals have been so unpredictable. Also, good point. Yeah. Burrow and hasn't been playing the best yes, either. But I, I think that he's able to get that calf up and moving again today. Personally, I think we both agree Burrow should have sat out for a little while, got himself right, and then gave him a fucking crazy run for the playoffs and come in as a total underdog and still have a chance to go to the Super Bowl. But they didn't. They're just going to run with them, I suppose. But mm-hmm. that's just that player mentality that you have. Um, Can you actually fall into a decision of who could actually win this game? You know, especially, I guess, if Brock Purdy were in there, I would agree with the 49ers money line. But I'm still stunned, ladies and gentlemen, that the 49ers couldn't beat the Vikings. That's without JJ. That's without JJ. But to compliment the Vikings, we're not going to talk about them this slate because I don't even think they're actually playing this week. They have a bye, I think. But nonetheless, oh, no, actually, they're playing the Dolph, uh, excuse me, the Packers. But that's irrelevant. What I'm trying to say is if the Vikings can pull off a dub like that without their number one wide receiver, it, I think it really opened up their eyes and potential to see how much they can truly get done without always trying to give it to JJ. They have so many other weapons that they can so utilize. Many. And I think that game against the 49ers really opened up their eyes along with the coaching staff. I I honestly loved I watched the whole game beginning to end nonstop. I enjoyed it. Like I, there were some uh some a lot of interceptions and turnovers that entire game, you know? Yeah. But it was entertaining. It goes to show that if you just don't always try to target your main wide receiver, whether that's Diggs, Mike Evans, it goes to show just utilize what you got, and it's the best. I forget what saying you told me uh, last week on the pod, but Brady, he did it. If you can make, uh, what is it, like a best work sandwich? With the, work with what you got? What was work, it? work with the cards you're dealt. Or, no, no, it was like you can make like a... Uh, a, a McDonald's oh, yeah. oh no no no! It was about Mac Jones. It was like two weeks ago, and it was like even a good even a good chef can make a gourmet yeah. meal with bad ingredients. <laughs> that is like the best fucking <laughs> saying ever. It, it can you can relate that to football, and this is the case here. If other teams like that, maybe even the Bengals, if they don't truly just try to focus on giving the ball to Jamar Chase. They can pull it off the same way the Vikings did against the 49ers. And I think they have the advantage here that they don't have Brock Purdy, Mr. Irrelevant. I'm liking the Bengals to win this game. I'll tell you what. Um, I think that the Bengals keep this a lot closer than people expect. So let's go back through the last two weeks of the 49ers schedule. They got their they, – they lost two weeks ago. Okay. I don't remember to who, but they lost. Yep. Yeah. Last week, they lost again. So, so yeah, they lost to the Browns, and then last week, they lost to the – I will look it up right now. They lost to – they had a bye last week. They had a bye last week? Yes, sir. Okay. I'll so, look it up as he talks, though. But still, coming off of a bye, um, I, I don't think that this is going to go in their favor. The uh, from the beginning of the season, ladies and gentlemen, they lost to the Browns, the Ravens. They won against the Rams barely. They lost to the Titans horribly by twenty-seven and three. They beat the Cardinals and they beat the Hawks, Seahawks. 
and then they had a bye, and now they're coming back to face the 49ers. There you okay. go. Okay. So there's your timeline. Yeah, you, you guys, he got it right. I a little confusion there. Um, 49ers. They have lost the last two weeks. There we go. Yeah. They lost to the Browns 19 to 17. They lost to the Vikings 22 to 17. Um, without fuck, does Debo come back this week? Who knows? Yeah. Nobody has any fucking idea. Um, but it's looking like Purdy is not going to be playing. So with that being said, give me the Bengals plus three and a half. And what's that over under sitting at? 43 and a half. Let's see. That hit. 43 and a half, yep. That hit last week. It hit the week before. I give you boss or touching both. Again. Give me the over. Give me the Bengals plus three and a half and give me the over that is sitting at 43 and a half. These all feel like very disrespectful numbers this week. Um, yeah. I mean, you know, Vegas probably knows something we fucking don't know. Again. Yeah, yeah. But See. hey, we're trying our goddamn best here. Yeah. And I like the Bengals uh, plus three and a half. John's not touching the over under. I'm touching the over under at 43 and a half. But I think they pull it off. And I think I, we both have confidence in the Bengals no matter what, whether that's their winning or them covering three and a half. Yes. That's a field goal, guys. Play the cushion. There's nothing wrong with it. I just think they pull it off this time. Hopefully. That's what we hope to see. And they better take advantage of it because if Brock Purdy comes back some way, somehow comes out of that protocol, they're going to fucking lose. So for the time being, as the line sits right now, while you take it while you can, I say give me the Bengals money line. You think Purdy's the breaking point? In this This last last point. You think Purdy, Brock Purdy is the breaking point? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He's finally found his rhythm with the team, and that's why. Okay. Okay. I mean, he lost the last two weeks to teams he should have. I think that before that, the last two to the last two losses, I think. Tell me if I'm wrong. There's a stat up there I saw on TV when they were playing. I think he was 12 and 0 before the these past two losses. So goes to show that there's there's some rhythm. There's some chemistry. I I just wanted to clarify that. Yeah, I I I stand my ground. He's wrong. I stand my ground though. I will say I don't have a little three-team steamer this week, guys, because I feel like Vegas is playing with me on this slate. I don't really know what to choose. I really don't. But I guess the only game I'm really wanting to see is if the Patriots pull another fluke and somehow beat the Dolphins miraculously. If the Bengals really take advantage of Brock Purdy not being there and they absolutely win. And will the Rams beat the Cowboys in Dallas? Well, I guess we're going to have to see. I'll go ahead and make a little three-team steamer for you. Let's hear it, brother. Um, let's go ahead and we're going to take, oh, golly, Eagles over Commanders. Man, they've fucking squeaked by. They squeaked by in that one. There you go. I'll tell you what, go ahead and give me the Colts money line. Figured that one. Go ahead and give me the Texans money line. I actually like that one. And go ahead and give me the Cowboys money line. That puts you at 328 before a bonus. Um, I like that for two units. Three to one. Yeah. I like but that. I, I think that's a great fucking bet. Texans are on fire. Panthers might. They're going to make it close, but I think C.J. Stroud overcomes. Yeah. Hard one, I think, is going to be the last one. That's going to be the uh, L.A. Rams against the Cowboys. We're going to see how that plays out. Right now, again, like you said, the Dallas Cowboys are favored. But we'll see, ladies and gentlemen. We might get wrong. We might get it right. I think you're right, though. I think the Dallas Cowboys pull Thanks, it off. Buddy. I, I honestly, I'm not saying that just because he's my boy. I really do agree with that. I think the Dallas Cowboys somehow pull it off. Um, I think they pull it off by a, a, a mile. Rams, I don't think so. They're going to try their ass off, but I don't think they can pull it off at the very end. You got anything else for them? That is about all I got. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Again, please be sure to drop a like, hit subscribe. We are out here. Share it with your family, friends. 
We will see you guys next week. You got me, Johnny G, and my homie boy. Oh, Nikki G, and only share it with family that you do not want or do not care about listening to cussing. <laughs> there you go, brother. We will catch you guys on the next one. Give me a cheers. One cheers. time. Catch you guys on the next one. Have a good one, y'all. Peace.